Hello, I'm David Wood, WFIU's Arts Bureau Chief. We were shocked and saddened this week by the sudden loss of WFIU's movie critic Peter Noble Kuchera. Peter had been reviewing films for WFIU since 2003. His love for the craft of filmmaking was evident in his in-depth and insightful reviews, a talent that earned him a second-place award for Best Radio Critic at the Los Angeles Press Club's first annual National Entertainment Journalism Awards in 2008. Peter completed four years of film study at the University of Minnesota and two years of film production in the film cities in St. Paul. Originally from Columbus, Indiana, Peter moved to Bloomington in 1998. He began working with our sister station, WTIU, in January of 2006 as a producer of on-air fundraising. His voice, skill, and presence will truly be missed. Now we present Peter Noble Kuchera's last movie review, recorded on June the 5th. When Pixar Studios, creators of computer-animated films including Finding Nemo and The Incredibles, made Cars, it was a bad sign. That film was supposedly about the value of old things, especially mourning the death of Route 66. But it was really about the director's, John Lasseter, Pixar's CEO, love of toys. John Lasseter seems to be about one-third suit and one-third geek. It's too easy to say that the final third of him is artist. But with only Toy Story coming from deep down within him, that's not quite right. The final third is impresario. Lasseter's genius is to nurture and develop a stable of artists who can delight an audience. And Up is nothing if not a garden of delights. This is the kind of movie that Hollywood used to do so well, an unabashedly broad, story-driven, fantasy-fueled adventure that changes the very connotation of factory-made. The story involves a crotchety old man, Carl, voiced by Ed Asner, who gets fed up, attaches a billion balloons to his house, and floats away to South America. Like cars, that idea implies an interest in old things, but this time a much deeper one. Old folks are invisible in our youth-obsessed culture. When they aren't productive workers anymore, they're tucked away, their wisdom lost to us. To make Carl really visible, writers show us his whole life. That's how Up starts, with a montage of Carl's life from childhood, meeting, loving, and eventually giving up to death his love and bride, Ellie. This montage could stand alone as a short film. But so much more is remarkable about Up. Begin with its comedic sense, which comes not just out of silent movies, but earlier, out of vaudeville. The camera moves a whole lot less than we're used to in modern movies, where directors think that swooshing the camera around will excite us all by itself. Up director Pete Docter often holds the camera still and uses the edges of the frame to distract you like a magician's sleight of hand. For example, check out the scene where a heedlessly enthusiastic little boy gestures broadly and we discover that the electronic toy in his hand has flown out the window while we weren't looking. Abracadabra. I would not include 3D as one of the film's highlights. Yes, it's employed with artistry by those who have paid attention to what it can and cannot do. That is, current 3D's most convincing effect is one of diorama. This works well with the locked-off camera. We want to peer through windows, into the house, we're curious, then out of it and down, like from the window of a plane, to see the little toy homes below. But this is mostly a distraction. I've seen the film in 2D and in 3D. You should see it in 2D. You can take in so much more visual information using your eyes the way you use them every day. Because the great joy of Up is the multiplicity of its invention. What's next, you surrender? 
and most of the supporting values are right. A real animator's love of the telling detail, the influence of Laster's idol, Japanese animation master Hayao Miyazaki, a love of living things, and a delight in the billion ways they express themselves, and yes, a real love of things old. Hence, a film that uses cutting-edge tools to make something that feels genuine and handcrafted. At the very end of the closing credits, there is a line of type saying that the film was made by Pixar. This includes Pixar's address, and it's topped by a child's drawing of Carl's house. I used to be worried that little Pixar, when it merged with out-of-control corporate Disney, would be formatted by Disney. I'm not so worried now. In fact, Pixar may very well be the governing core that has returned to the giant at long last. Pixar's movies are its gift to posterity, but continuing to protect Pixar is Lassiter's great work. He has his heading. The wind is up. Reviewing movies for WFIU, this is Peter Noble Kuchera. <laughs>